Shine. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Coppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And the Lincoln Journal stars, Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Welcome back to Hour 2 on a Friday. Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, early break. Fun show so far. Check out the podcast at theticketfm.com. Great discussion with Kerry Cohorn, former Nebraska ball shooting star. Best three-point shooter in Nebraska history about the Nebraska shooting woes and the issues with the team. Again, 0-4 in conference play. They play Rutgers tomorrow on the road trying to get their first conference win of the season. Then who who do they who does Nebraska come back and play right away? Play oh, Illinois. Illinois, <laughs> Illinois. And, and, and at Purdue. Yeah, Illinois beat That's Maryland rough. last night at home. Looked pretty good. I was switching between Illinois beating Maryland and Indiana beating Ohio State. Indiana's better than I thought. Better than I thought. Ohio State still looks a little out of sorts. EJ Liddell in his last two games 5 for 26. That's not good. Five. But they beat Nebraska no, still. They beat Nebraska still. Yeah, five in overtime. For, I know it's a tough accomplishment these days, but they beat Nebraska. Yeah, Indiana's Indiana's tougher than I thought. More weapons than I. It's not Trace Jackson. Jackson Davis was excellent last night. Last I saw, you had twenty two. But they are, they're more than Trace Jackson Davis. That's the yep. little scary thing. Well, about them. our next guest usually joins us at the, during the next segment, but we have a lot of time with Lee today. We are joined by Lee Sterling, Paramount Sports. Lee, thanks for joining us. We have a lot to get to in NFL, college football, and more. I'm curious. We talked about basketball there. Are you in college basketball mode yet, Lee? Are you still clinging to, to football right now? Oh, we're right in the middle of college basketball. Um Last night, so I had okay. my three TVs at my house. So I was watching a college basketball game, a hockey game, an NBA game, <laughs> and on my computer I had a split screen. Uh, I was watching uh, a hockey game and another college basketball game. So uh total of five games. So uh, it, it pretty much never stops. A couple of years ago, uh, it wouldn't, you know, I, I – pretty much dial it down at the end of March because I did not do baseball and hockey. And it's a funny story. So my oldest daughter, okay. uh, her boyfriend, who was in law school one day, comes home and comes over here and he says to me, uh, do you do hockey and baseball? And I said, no, I haven't done baseball in 15 years. You know, it was just, it was so time consuming and probably it was like 10% of my income. So I just didn't do it, and it's this way I could go to spring games. Back in the day, I used to travel. Had uh, yeah. turned out a client who loved to get on a plane. We used to go to a lot of spring games and okay. uh, go to them, and I'd watch you know other games on tape. There now I don't have to go to many because they're almost all on YouTube. And uh, his buddy was sitting there in class, never paying attention in law school, doing hockey and baseball. So he said he's really good. This guy, kid's like a savant. His name is, get this, not James Bond, Jack Bond, Ooh. and from Nashville. 
and he, uh, I monitored him for a year, his baseball and his hockey selections. And the kid is so good. We're number one at covers.com where I sell my picks also. They've got, I think, like 19 handicappers that do hockey since he came on board last year. And he's number two in baseball. So <laughs> Jack we Barr. do it all, including UFC. Short, long but short story. That's We do every single thing. There's no downtime. Lee, okay, so we want to talk about college football in a second we go to the championship, but this weekend yep. is a huge weekend in the NFL, the final weekend. I guess, how how does it, How do you feel about that? This, this is the final regular season weekend in the NFL. Like, what, do you, are, is, this, is this a sad time for you, Lee, as we get to the playoffs? Like, how, do you, how do you address this weekend, personally? It is because, you know, if I was doing poorly, I would want it to go away. For some reason, about the 10th, 15th of December, everything slows down. I'm not doing 55 shows anymore week and i'm gonna actually probably cut back and it won't be your show uh, love coming on with you guys but uh probably cut back to about 40 45 shows and i just you know there's fewer games uh it is tougher for each game especially you know with the opt-outs and the covid this year but um it just slows down for me a little bit and i've always you know been able to do better so uh there are there has been a couple times i think two years ago I released one NFL game. I mean, there were just some meaningless games and felt there was no edges. But this year, I think there's three or four games that, that I'm probably going to move in on. So, uh, you know, barring weather and, you know, late injuries or, or opt-outs, uh, not opt-outs, COVID cases, um, I, think it's, I think it's a decent card. Whereas when you look at it, you're like, you know, there's only really a couple real meaningless meaningful games. I mean, you can say, oh, like Indianapolis at Jacksonville is a meaningful game, but okay. <laughs> we all know I probably have a better chance of winning the lottery than the Jags have beaten the Colts. It's, it's that bad. It's that yeah. bad yeah. in Jacksonville. I mean, it, it's, it, like on the face of it, it's a bad card, but, you know, it's all about gambling. <laughs> and, and there's always probably, there's usually one surprise. I mean, here's, here's a crazy stat. Over the last decade, Teams that had to win to get into the playoffs are just 36% against the spread the last weekend of the year. So just just remember that. Now, you got to take out games like, you know, the Chargers and Raiders that are both playing each other. Okay. Uh, it could be, you know, they, unless Jacksonville wins, they both have to win to get in and they're playing each other. But, uh, you know, there's some other, some other games and there's been some situations where it's crazy. Just it's a lot of pressure. Is the Chargers Raiders the best game on the schedule? Uh, normally, it would not be. Yeah, it is because it's pretty much winner take all unless Jacksonville wins, and and that's an interesting game because talent wise, I think the Chargers, man for man, might be the eighth, ninth, tenth best team, and the Raiders are probably twenty one, twenty two in the league as far as man for man talent, but. You know, if someone like Anthony Lynn was still coaching the Chargers, I would never touch them. I would go the other way. Always, uh, always. The Raiders them. get a lot out of their talent. I mean, Hunter Renfro, I mean, are you kidding me? <laughs> Returning punts uh, and playing receiver, he's the man right now. Uh, they are a little bit healthier on the offensive line, and uh, Jacobs, their running back, is really good. I, I, I give a slight edge to the Chargers. I almost never will buy points or play money line on games three or under, but I just think the Chargers are too much. I went back and watched the game earlier in the year when they won 28-14, and, and Williams and Allen really were not much part of the game. 
and and they dominated that game. So I, I think the Chargers were probably the right side in that game. Joe my least Sterling Paramount Sports. Re- regarding the Raiders and the future, Lee, now I'm curious your thoughts on the reports this week, if you believe them or not, but it's, per, per The Athletic, it sounds like Jim Harbaugh, they're hearing sources from in, NFL and yep. college. He might be interested in looking back at the NFL. The names you hear there are the Raiders or the Bears, who likely will fire Matt Nagy at the end of this season on Sunday or Monday. Um, do, you, do you think he leaps, and, and where is are the Raiders the right fit for Jim Harbaugh, if so? I was a little dumbfounded by it, but I think he, if he does leave, he's leaving Michigan in a much better place uh, than they were a year ago. I mean, it was a great run. I mean, take nothing away from, from losing to Georgia. Georgia is a really good team, but uh, it was just a bad matchup for them. But uh, I think he feels that, you know, year in and year out, it's going to be tough against Ohio State. And he's one of these guys that I think every five, six years, he moves on and tries something else. So I, I do think he's probably going to go back to the NFL. So what now? Why were you dumbfounded initially by that report from the athletic? Well, when someone has success, you know, I'm maybe I'm one of these guys that, like, for instance, take the Miami situation, Mario Cristobal. My, M- Mario Cristobal coming to Miami, it's a feast or famine. If he if he succeeds here, yes. he owns a city. Oh hello! If he fails, it's going to be the biggest failure ever because this is like this is Miami's last gasp, and. I just, you know, maybe, like, if it was me, I would have stayed in Oregon. I mean, but he wants challenges. You know, he's not, if I was 30, 35 years old or 40, um, you know, I would feel different personally. Uh, You know, living in Eugene, Oregon is a nice place to live. You go 10 and 2 every year and and you own, I mean, you're you're the man there. But uh, you go 10 and 2 and people in Miami could be up at arms, so... Um, I'm, you know, the way I look at it personally is totally different from the way, you know, I think these coaches, a lot of them do look at it. So uh, there's there's a lot of pressure, and it should be uh, – I think it's going to be fun to see. It, it, even in college football, I think it's fun to see – do I think it's entirely right that there's this much movement? No, but it's fun to see. I mean, you could have a totally different team. Your team, I mean, your quarterback leaves. You could have a bunch of guys come in. you got new coaches. Um could be a fun team next year. I mean, you guys could bounce back and and realistically, you know, go eight and four can happen. So uh, if it's done right, or you know, it could be more of the same, and you're six and six or four and eight. You mentioned feast or famine with Miami, and it sounds like a similar situation to Nebraska. Scott Frost was the, what you yeah. what you would describe is you they, Miami fans think Mario is it's either going to work or this is never going to work here. This, this is yeah. our last chance. It sounds a lot alike. Now Scott Frost yep. is fifteen and 20, 29 so far as head coach, but I think that I'm, I'm trying to speak for the Nebraska fans here, Lee. Is that, I don't think people think that you know, maybe they thought originally this is the last chance to be good. But I still think if this doesn't work out, people think you can you can make it work. If it's probably the same case in Miami. I mean, it, what what are your thoughts on all that in terms of is if it doesn't work out with Scott Frost or Mario, that both programs are just done forever? Well, here's the problem with Miami, Come on. And, and there's problems with both programs. I mean, let's be honest. The arms race now, there's like five teams dead or above everyone else. Uh, Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State. Let's see who else. Who am I Clemson, maybe? Um, Clemson? Would you put yeah, Clemson at Oklahoma? Clemson's going to have a, a job rebuilding. Oklahoma? Uh, you know, they lost both their coordinators. But these teams have huge, huge money behind uh-huh. them. And, 
you know, it seems like if they want a player, they can find a way to make it happen. Uh, you know, the NIL thing. But um, there's going to be some, some – there's going to be one or two teams every year you're like, wow, I didn't see that. Now, Mississippi did it a few years ago, but seven, eight years ago, and they did it illegally paying – uh, players and they got uh, a huge recruiting class, but there's going to be a couple teams that come up with some money and the coach recruits, uh, and they're able to make you know a huge leap. Miami's different because Miami's not putting the money into it. Also, so the administration—I don't know if you're aware of this—they decided they're going to kick in twenty to thirty million. They own actually uh, the biggest hospital here in Miami, and they're making hundreds and hundreds. I mean, I think like three or four hundred million dollars last year in this hospital. They're going to dump between twenty and thirty million every year now going forward into the football program. So uh, facilities, uh, paying coaches, and Murray is a great recruiter. The question is, you know, can he get them within a year or two back up to to the level where they, you know the top ten, fifteen every year? I don't know. They're going five, five championships in twenty years like they did before, but this is their last hope. If Miami can't do it with a 20 to $30 million infusion of Mario Cristobal, it can never be done. Uh, the talent, as we know, is all here. I think Nebraska's a little bit different. Um, I do like what I've seen so far. It looks like he's bringing in uh, some good coaches. I'm very familiar with Mark Whipple. He was down here at Miami. I think he's a good coordinator. Uh, usually when you're, you're down to that last gasp and you've got one year, you're not going to get the best coaches. Uh, it takes a while to integrate what you want to do, but uh, it, I like what they're doing so far as far as the coaches to bring it in. But uh, uh, if he's able to get those, you know, do a little bit better and uh, than some of these other teams, bring in some guys on, in the transfer portal, I think it could be a good year. I think as long as they go seven and five, uh, eight and four, I, I would call it a successful year. And I think there's a better than fifty percent chance it can happen. Ooh, okay. Whether you seek adventure, search for answers, break down barriers, or see the world for what it can be, you're just what we're looking for. CIA is searching for women of all skill sets to join the Directorate of Operations and help protect our nation. Visit CIA.gov careers. All right, let's switch yep. gears here to Monday night, the big matchup, yep. Alabama-Georgia. Looks close to me. I mean, it just looks like it's a hard game to pick. Who are yep. you picking? How do you size it up? So I've been dialed in really good right now. And good. first off, when I saw Michigan, and I had them against Ohio State and Iowa, was, well, I'm going to ride them here. There was a bad matchup. For some reason, Georgia just did not show up against Alabama. And Alabama was motivated, uh, thought they had a great game plan. Uh, Georgia playing from behind is not a good team with Stetson Bennett. There is a huge coaching advantage and quarterback edge. I think Georgia's going to dominate the line of scrimmage. Uh, they, the game they played last year, uh, they were up at halftime and should have been up probably double digits. We're only up, by, if memory serves me correct, four points. But uh, I think they're going to be motivated. I think they're going to control the line of scrimmage. Uh, the injuries, a couple injuries to Alabama, their offensive line, a little depleted receiver position. Their oh. number two guy oh. is out for the year. I think Georgia, by playing them a couple weeks ago, I think it's going to be their game. So I think they're going to control the line of scrimmage, love their running game. The run defense, that, that, that their front seven, I think, is the best in college football. So yes. I'm going to go with Georgia, lay the three. Okay, so Georgia covering? Well, yeah. I mean, how? okay, yeah. all right, interesting. Alabama yeah. banged up in the offensive line with no Mechie, with no John Mechie is trouble 
for Alabama. So That's, I can't pick I Alabama. So. I can't pick them. I've done, I'm hoping it'll be my four straight uh, college football championship uh, win against the spread. So, uh, seemed, uh, you know, like I said, things have slowed down. I like it. You know, once we get to the bowls, like the less games, I actually went to New York City, huh? visited my youngest daughter every day, just – uh, it was in the 40s and 50s. It was. I would walk and get my bagel uh, for dinner. We were having pizza and Chinese food. Um, I'm relaxed. I feel great. So great. I, th- I think I, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna continue winning. Lee, regarding the future of college football, I mean these these two te- these two teams blew out their opponents in the playoffs. Cincinnati lost by 21 to yeah. Bama, and of course we mentioned that Georgia smoked Michi- Michigan. Are are these two teams pulling away? Next year, is anybody else in their same? I mean, I know Ohio State is there once in a while. Oklahoma is there once in a while, but they get blown out in these games. Is are, are Georgia and Bama way ahead of everybody else going forward still, even the next year? They're, yeah, they're at least a touchdown better probably than any team. But I think you're going to see a change. I think USC could end up being very good. Uh, there's really no one else out in the West Coast. There's, you know, these kids were leaving. You know, they were going to other places. You saw kids from, from USC going to Ohio State. That should never happen. So um, I think there's a chance that uh, we're going to see USC be good again. I think Texas and Texas A&M are going to be marketably better. Uh, A&M had a bunch of injuries, lost their quarterback early. Jimbo Fisher's recruited. They gave like something like – uh, I think, well, he's the number one recruiting class. I think he might have five of the first 12 or 15 guys in the nation he got. I mean, he's a recruiting monster there. Uh, they can put together, uh, get a decent quarterback, and their offensive line continues to improve. Uh, they're dangerous. Who knows, in a couple years, Miami could, you know, could be that team. I think Clemson is going to have trouble. Um, it, it seems like, you know, they, they just hit time. Everything went right for them for like eight or ten years. Miami actually took their athletic director in Radakovich, so um, Miami's trying to cripple uh, Clemson and be the top dog finally in the ACC. And, and I think, uh, do I think Nebraska is going to be in that top six or eight? Probably not, but nothing wrong with being that next tier. And I think we're going to see uh, an increase up to eight or twelve teams uh, vying, you know, in the, in the college football playoff in the next couple of years. So isn't it natural? to expand the playoff, and my idea, and I think a lot of – I mean, there's a lot of people on this train. I'm getting on the train, Lee, of expanding the playoff, and that eventually could spread the talent out more to a point where it's not so concentrated in the southeast um, at Alabama and Georgia specifically. It could a little bit, but remember, it's all about money. And – if you offer, like Texas, they offered, uh, I think it was three or four linemen uh, the day before, um, you know, NIL deals of hundred dollars to $150,000, and they got these guys. So I just don't think that most of these teams can afford that. And when you have 100,000-seat stadiums and you got big donations like Texas does, Texas A&M, Ohio State, uh, Michigan, there'll be some teams like Deion Sanders even got a five star yeah, this yeah. year. But um, I still think it, the SEC is going to be the powerhouse conference. They just there's too much money pouring in there. There's there's random things that are happening. Lee. I want to ask I want to ask Lee about this because he's familiar with Charlie Batch. You're yeah. oh yeah Charlie Batch from a Detroit Lions court. Yeah, Jake's familiar with Charlie Batch. You know what Charlie Batch did? There's a lot of random weirdness out there, Lee. I want to ask you what you think about this, Charlie Batch. 
Charlie Batch posted on social media something directed toward Caleb Williams. Come to Eastern Michigan, where Charlie Batch played. We'll give you a million dollars. We'll give you a million dollars to come to Eastern Michigan. I think it's going to be strange out there. I think there'll be kind of sort of random, random things like that that pop up. What do you think of Charlie Batch offering Caleb Williams a million dollars to go to Eastern Michigan? It'll be interesting. I, I, I'm all for it. Um, uh, it'll, it'll make me want to watch Eastern Michigan. Not that I don't He's not enjoy going watching yeah, he won't pretty go. much every game. The Mac is sometimes tough to watch. And, and like, their <laughs> defensive line, they just can't get to the quarterback. But uh-huh. they have some skilled players. And, you know, we've seen guys like Ben Roethlisberger come out of, out of Mac, some other really good quarterbacks. So, uh, hey, if it makes it more interesting, great. Um, it's uh, they're not going to be able to compete. I don't think we're going to ever see a MAC team uh, get into the final eight or twelve. I don't. I think twelve is a little too much. I, I think eight is tops. I mean, there's a bunch of people like twelve teams, and uh, I, I think eight would probably be a better number if you're going to expand the college football playoff. Last question, Lee. Uh, of course, be a Dolphins question because that's what we both <laughs> care about here. The Dolphins uh, had a seven-game win streak. It was ended in extreme style by the Titans on Sunday, thirty-four-three shellacking by Ryan Tannehill and company in yeah. in Nashville. I'm curious now. The you know, the Dolphins are out of the playoffs. They went from seven seed to out in one day, uh, eliminated yeah. from the playoffs. Do they stick with Tua next year? Do they do they pursue Aaron Rodgers? Do they, do they pursue? pursue Deshaun Watson what what do you think is the situation at quarterback this offseason in Miami I don't think they're going to get Aaron Rodgers Aaron Rodgers didn't want to play behind this line I wouldn't want to play behind this offensive line uh, I think they'll go after Deshaun Watson um, I personally think talent wise he's a great fit but uh, morally I have trouble rooting for a guy that did what he did Understood. so especially with two daughters it's tough but um I think that they need to get two offensive linemen in free agency, stop messing around with the draft. Uh, I would have fired Chris Greer, their, their, Me too. their GM, and moved on from there. But I love Flores as a coach. Uh, they've got to get a running back, too. So those four, big, those are big holes to fill. Problem is, if you get Watson, you're probably going to have to give up at least two ones and two twos plus a player. And that could deplete you from getting, you know, some of the other guys and holes you need to fill in. So the defense is fine. I think the Dolphins are in decent shape, but uh, if you don't have a quarterback, you're not you're not going to be able to make it go in this league. Lee, before I let you go, how can people uh, get your picks for this upcoming weekend and also the championship game? Uh, just go to ParamountSports.com. We have a special. It's uh, all four sports, football, college football, national championship game. We'll probably have the total on that game. Uh, NFL. Uh, through January, uh, everything except for the Super Bowl, uh, college and pro basketball, hockey. We were on a, another eight and one run and went four and zero last night. And then also UFC, which starts again next weekend. Everything through January thirty first, two ninety seven. We text you the games, so you're going to get one hundred and fifteen, hundred and twenty selections from now through uh, the end of January. Just two ninety seven. Uh, we text them to you weekdays. About one one thirty your time weekends ten thirty uh, in the morning and fun way to you know follow along and uh, hopefully uh, makes make some coin uh, uh, to pay off some of those bills that we all spent probably a little bit more during the holidays uh, on our loved ones or our friends so ParamountSports.com or you can always 
reach me personally, 800-400-9741. Lee, always great stuff. Thank you for the time. We will chat with you again soon. Sounds good, guys. Take care. Lee, that was great. Lee Sterling, Paramount Sports. Okay, that was great. Now, I brought up that Charlie Batch, Caleb Caleb Williams Williams, situation. Now, Caleb Williams, to be clear, Jacob, is not going to Eastern Michigan. But but you're saying that it, it this could get weird about, hey, money is going to talk more than maybe winning, possibly? Well, I think sometimes there'll be random things like that that pop up. Like Texas El Paso's got – I mean, there's a yeah. real wealthy donor down there that owns a string of automobile dealerships. Well, I mean, what would stop him from offering a guy a million and a half right, dollars? Right, if you, you hear know? if you hear a great player leave a great program to go like to Temple, you know something's yeah. up there. Right, something well, is up, and there's a lot of money on the table. Right now, Charlie Batch just put it out on social media. Yep. Caleb Williams come to Eastern Michigan. Now, I bet Charlie Batch wasn't thinking we're going to get Caleb Williams, but by putting that out there, some other players sure. might have saw it yeah. and said, "Hey, we'll wait a second. Eastern Michigan. Caleb Williams isn't going to Eastern Michigan. Now, one other thing about Lee's interview with us. I don't agree with him on crystal ball in Miami, and if it fails, that's it. It can never work. I just don't I don't think you can think like that. I'm surprised that Lee says that because Lee's from a coaching background. Um, his dad, I think his dad was a coach. You can find coaches to make it work. It's, Mary, it's not Mario Cristobal or bust at Miami, Jake. The next yeah, guy ne- might be Nebraska better. had that same sentiment with Frost. Yeah, I, can't I, be. But that. I think right now Husker fans are saying, "No, that's not the way." You know, we thought that in 2017. Right now, we think this someone could still coach this team to of course, success. Of course, you can't think that way. But uh, but in three years, if if he fails, they'll they'll feel the same way. You know, it's just right now. Hey, this is it. We're putting all this money in right. from the hospital. Like you said, twenty to thirty million from the hospital there per year, pouring money in. Yeah, Cristobal's got a big contract. He's he's in a big name right now in college football. Of course, they they have the same thoughts that we had in twenty seventeen. What, what I would say to Miami, we have counseled, fans, we have learned though. What I would say, yeah, I would say to Miami fans, Lee, our friend, our good friend Lee, learn from Nebraska. No, it's not like that. It doesn't have to be like that. That. It's not all or nothing with this certain coach. I understand. They're similar situations. Miami and oh, Nebraska. Very, very similar. Very similar very in a lot of ways. Similar. Except, uh, who, which school is in a little bit better recruiting region? Uh, Miami. Right. Uh, it's confounding to me <clears throat> how schools like Miami and Texas can go on long periods of struggle, given where they're at. And now all the money in the world that you need. It makes you feel a little bit better about your woes here. It's not or fun here. kind of, or it makes you feel like, man, if they can't do it, uh, this is going to be maybe harder than you think. Yeah, it goes both ways. Yeah, you both feel ways. better, yeah. but also worse. You're conflicted. You are very conflicted. Yeah. More next on Early Break on the Ticket. Science proves quality sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. The Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed senses your movements and automatically adjusts to help keep you both effortlessly comfortable. And it's temperature balancing, so you stay cool. So you're at your best for yourself and those you care about most. Life-changing sleep, only from Sleep Number. It's our ultimate Sleep Number event. Save 50% on the Sleep Number 360 Limited Edition Smart Bed, plus special financing ends Monday. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. Special financing subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. See store for details.